Coming to you from Final Third Cigar and Whiskey Lounge in Ingalls, Indiana. Indiana's exclusive Aladino Cigar Lounge. It's the Final Third Podcast. Welcome back to the Final Third Podcast. I'm Rob. And I'm Isaiah. Today, we're going to smoke the latest rendition of the Crook of the Crown from Stolen Thrones. If you guys have been coming in here and loved that cigar before, it took a few months to get them in, (laughs) but we finally got them back in. We got a bunch of them in, and I've already had to reorder, and they came right in, so it looks like they've got their their supply chain Uh, issues figured out. That's good. That's really good. And uh, today, we are... Drinking something a little bit special from yeah. our uh, friends over at Circle City Whiskey Company, also a sponsor of Indie Fuel. Yes, so they are. Yes, they God are. God bless them for that. But uh, this is a straight bourbon whiskey from an undisclosed Kentucky distillery. Which we'll disclose that. Heaven Hill. Yeah. And it's uh, six years old, 119.2 proof. Um, this is... Looks like uh, the Evan Williams mash bill or the Elijah Craig mash bill. So yeah, you know it's um, six years old. Um, the story on this barrel was because you really can't just go to Heaven Hill and buy a barrel too often. No. Um, story was that this uh, this barrel was shipped overseas, I believe, to Japan. Um, for some reason, it was turned away, not not accepted, whatever, and shipped back. But legally, Heaven Hill could not take this barrel back. Yeah. So it was already sold. So somehow Circle City acquired this barrel and they've sat on it for a little while and, and this is what we've got. Yeah. And um, if you know how much we love Heaven Hill, we had to get some. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Uh, was this one of the ones that he French oaked? Um, it doesn't say anything about I don't, it. I would imagine that he would he may put that have, on. The, I would have thought he would have put that on there. It says level three char space side cooperage. That's just from the barrel. So, well, yeah, I, I don't think he did anything special, okay. anything new on it. Yeah, he did do some stuff with the other with some of the other barrels, but not this one. Yeah, yeah, totally. I don't believe. Well, well Drew, um, if you're listening, we messed that up. Let us know. Yeah. So I'm ready to get in the cigar. Yeah, me too. Rob was up until probably five this morning. Yeah, doing yeah. inventory because um, they switched their point of sale system. So yeah, when I was but, getting ready to leave, I was looking up to see if maybe the sun was coming up, but it wasn't quite that time yet. So. So, all right, on the cold draw of this, I went for a straight cut, too. Oh, yeah. That's a... Cocoa puffs. Yeah. A little bit of that raisiny-type sweetness, but... Yeah, it's also got a little bit of a... Kind of like a dry alfalfa. Yeah. Uh, And that could be because we just got them in, and I'm sure since they just got their restock in, it's probably a a little bit fresh. Yeah. But not in a bad way. It's no, it's uh-uh. it's got a good draw on it, and this has a partially closed foot. So when you cold draw it, just uh, make sure that you know that it's not going to. Uh, there we go. Draw the best. Yeah, but, and no, and we've talked about this before. But if you haven't listened to some old podcasts, um, we both typically like to just light that um, closed foot yeah. as you're puffing on it. It gives you. A burst of flavor from the wrapper right off the beginning. 
if you're getting, if you're talk, talking about a cigar that's a little bit stronger or even medium, it's gonna that first puff's gonna be pretty strong because you're getting all that hit from the wrapper. But as it pulls into the cigar, you're gonna actually get a lot more flavor that way. Oh yeah, let's do it. Remember the makeup you of know, this one? It's Mexican San Andreas. Mexican San Andreas, yeah. I think, I think it's, it's got an Indonesian in it. Yeah. God, I should have brought that out here. I didn't bring that part out. I think you're right. Um, it, there's something funky in the filler. Yeah. I thought it was Indonesian. But. It could be. Um, the one, the funny thing about this one is being a stronger cigar, that initial retro hell, I didn't get any spice on it at all. Maybe my sinuses are dead. Uh, I I can't even retrohale today. My nose oh. is just like I'm so congested. I think the weather or some sort of sickness has gotten to me. So, yeah, very little spice on the retrohale right now. I know it picks up. Eh, there's a little bit. There's a little bit there, but yeah. But overall, good cigar. All right. But I'm getting excited about getting this whiskey. Circle City. I tried this whiskey um, a few weeks back and really loved it. And then was able to get some through our distributor, Indiana Small Batch. Shout out to those boys too. Yeah. Um, and but I haven't had any out of this bottle since we got it in, so I'm, I'm excited to get back into it. Okay. <laughs> now, uh, so last week, one of the things that I said was that the Elijah Craig mash bill does that red fruit, that almost cherry thing, and it's very present oh, here for it me. It really is. Um, now. Yeah. <coughs> Being like, the first sip of the day, that first sip was felt a little bit hot, but it's because it's one nineteen proof and it's the first sip of the day. Yeah. After the second, third sip on this one, it's just going to be. I mean, it's I don't know, that, it's that nice drank the, easy for me. It <laughs> did, but I mean, I mean, I'm just yeah. hot, just a little bit of spite or um, heat on the tongue. Yeah. But the um, there's a vanilla in there. Yeah, totally. Um, it's very thick on the tongue. It's very creamy thick on the palate. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, that's fantastic. That is genuinely really, It does a really lot good. of the stuff that we love from Heaven Hill. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And at a, uh affordable price. Mm-hmm. So um, but this is a uh, on-premise exclusive. So people uh, going into your liquor stores, you're not going to be able to find this exact same barrel. You will find it at some of the bars around town. But, yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure where all it's going yet. I know we got one of the first few cases, so... Yeah. We're excited. We're good. Um, and so this is going to be our pairing for the month. Um, so if you if you want to get out here and, and try this, it's going to be up on the board. You're going to get a 10% discount off the pairing. Um, we'll look it up before the end and let you know about what the cost yeah. is going to be because I don't remember either one. Right now, for me, it's like chocolate cherries. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of go. that Cherry vanilla quality. Yeah. A lot of that vanilla quality in there. Well, Happy New Year to you. Happy New it Year, man. It is officially 2024. 2024. That's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Gosh. I, I felt like 2023 flew by. Well, it's really crazy as a as a bar when people come in and you're carding them and they were born in 2003 and still <laughs> legally can come in here. <laughs> like, that is crazy. That is absolutely nuts. I had one guy actually, it was so funny. We're sitting here at the bar 
And um, we're talking to one of the customers, and um, he was just asking, he's like, man, you guys seem to have a lot of young people coming here. I'm like, yeah. I said, we, we actually have quite a few people that are on their 21st birthday coming here yeah. to get their first legal cigar and yeah. drink. He's like, that's awesome. Dude walks up to the register and tells Lisa, he's like, hey, today's my birthday. I'm 21. I want to get something. <laughs> I'm like, couldn't have been a better time. Yeah. Like, that happens all the time, and it's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> that's so good. No, I mean, this is a very uh, chill place to get your introductory thing. And the, and the part about this that kind of sets it apart from most bars is most people go to a bar to watch a game or to have food and they just get drinks as yeah. well. But here it's like the uh, alcohol and the cigars are the star of the show. You're not really getting anything else. And like, that's why people come here to yeah. enjoy those things. And uh, people aren't getting crazy here. Anything yeah. like that. So it, it really is a good place to come. Yeah. For, and the focus uh, that occasion the, for us, it's the, the, the liquor and the, cigars are the avenue to get to community and that's what we really love is to build that community with people and see people become great friends and come hang out because they met here that's that's yeah. so much fun so have you seen the padrone 1926 80 year i've not i haven't bought one yet but i've seen it on <laughs> yeah. online yeah um so i don't know what the price would be though so they're like 40 ish a piece yeah. um so when I was at that, I went to a wedding of the daughter of one of the people that comes in here on New Year's Eve. Yeah. And I brought a lot of good stuff, but he opened a humidor that had a box or two of those in there. Nice. And I was like, we're celebrating tonight, Isaiah. And I was like, absolutely we are. Like, I'm let's sure do that's it. a great cigar. That oh, my gosh. Blend is, it's delicious. 26 we, Blend is my favorite. Padrone, even of the high yeah. end yeah. Um, anniversaries, still it's, my favorite. And it's in that like bellicoso shape. Oh, yeah, that's my that's no, my jam. That's what I've got. It, it was really so good. Yeah, nineteen twenty six number two Maduro, yeah. best one. I, I love that cigar. Well, good for you. It was man. fantastic. That's how we rang in the new year. Well, I uh, saw saw a lot of people ringing their New Year in with the knuckle sandwich fifty fives. They say I back. did see that. That yeah. was kind of nice. Um, it's nice because there's a there is a hope of getting more mm -hmm. um, in February next month. Next yeah. month we should be getting our fifty sixes in, and I'm really really hoping they don't even mess with the blend. That blend was spectacular. Perfect. Yeah, best honestly probably the best San Andreas cigar I think I've ever smoked. I would have I mean, to agree. Just yeah. just straight up San Andreas. Now, I will say one thing. Um, Padron doesn't admit to it, but a lot of people in the industry claim that the um, the tobacco from uh, on the 1926 Maduro is San Andreas. Yeah. And I would believe that by smoking it. Wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me. Um, but they claim everything's from Nicaragua, which yeah. I don't think so. Um, but it's... Um, that was my favorite last year. That was my favorite cigar of the year. Um, even though there were some great ones, that was probably the one that I would like. I wish I still had a box or two back. Yeah. Um, I, I will keep a box back of the 56s this time. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, you got your one year coming up. Two. Two year. Two year. Two year. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I know. It's insane, isn't it? <laughs> Do you yeah, ever think you'd year. make it to two? 
I did. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I did. I felt like I felt like this. In all your wildest dreams, would you have imagined it? It been like this? Not this fast. I figured it'd yeah. take a lot longer to get to where yeah. we are now. Even though we need it to continue to grow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because Lisa would have freaked out if it would have been growing as slow as I thought it was going to grow. Well, <laughs> you had also worked at a lounge prior to this that was yeah. just sounds like had a uh, was just notoriously dead. Yeah, I mean, not not always, but I mean, it was. But again, it was only the first year, and it was still kind of gaining steam to yeah. get that customer base in there. And I mean, it takes a good year to get people kind of used to coming to your place. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And um, I, that's kind of what they had. They had the crew that came in quite a bit, and um, they were the ones kind of keeping the lights on and everything else. But to to grow, one of the, one of the issues that they had a little bit too was. They didn't have parking close to the building, yeah. so you had to park in a little parking lot or a big parking lot and walk to it. Well, it gets to winter, and a lot of people just don't want to walk very far, and <laughs> that kind of hits. That kind of hurts a little I bit. I mean, seriously, but it was a great. You're location. going to the cigar lounge to smoke in heat and in peace. The last thing yeah. you want to do is walk through snow and ice snow and ice on and, and yeah. they don't do a great job with those sidewalks no there. i will tell you man we the, we had a <laughs> Which, really we're big talking snow. about old it's yeah it's old like downtown, old downtown greenwood, greenwood. Yeah. yeah um we had it was right on main street so you know where main street through green old greenwood that's where it was um we had a big snow one year and they you know the, the trucks went through and pushed snow well the sidewalks were like four feet Deep because they pushed the snow on the sidewalks, and um, Reed got up one one morning and shoveled the the um, sidewalk from the parking lot to get to our place because you had to walk into the road to get around to it. Oh my! He went out there and did it. I'm like, damn, that was that was dedication right there. I would have loaded a snowblower in the back of my car. (laughs) You wouldn't have got through this with a snowblower. It was hard. Oh god! He almost had to get a hammer to knock that shit apart. No. That's that really is the worst. God, I hope we didn't just jinx ourselves for snow. Nah. Ugh. It seems like it's gonna be a pretty mild winter. Yeah. I think it's supposed to get I mean, it was it was cold when I left this morning. It was it was like nineteen when I left. I'm like, oh yeah. well, that yeah. was that was pretty chilly, but it, it's still pretty cold. Um Yeah. But I've heard that it this uh kind of uh, cold at night, warming up during the day has been really good for quite a few different states that were just way low on their rain count. So, yeah. like, actually could be a good thing. So, Well, it's so funny because um, I remember when we were kids, they're just, it was always like, oh, look at the farmer's almanac. It's going to, oh, we're going to get a lot of snow this year. And guess what? We got a lot of snow that year. Yeah. It's not really quite that accurate last few years. Uh-uh. But um, what's funny now is, like, all the weather people will say, we're in a El Nino or La Nina or whatever. And it's like, I think we're in an El, El Nino this year again, which I think all that means is it's going to be a warmer winter than normal. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm no weather boy. I'm not either. We should get Brian Wilkes on the show. <laughs> we should. Yeah, that would be great. We should. I'll, have to, I'll reach out to him, see if he'll yeah, come on the show with do. us. Um, I saw that uh, Chris Stapleson's signature whiskey with Buffalo Trace Oh. Came out. It's dropped all the all over the place around town. And by all over the place, I mean it's as far as I've seen been available at every single total wine store. Well, good for so him. that's HTC, Avon, Nora, which is Northside Carmel and Greenwood. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it is a it's an artist branded whiskey made at 
um, Buffalo Trace. So is it uh, higher proof or is it in that ninety proof? It's range? ninety proof. Okay. And the other interesting thing about it, because I've seen a lot of boys online try and claim that it's a weeder. So I, I will tell you the amount of speculation these guys have. Must have been sniffing a Weller barrel. I uh, <laughs> so it, what they what these as I will affectionately call stupids um, are claiming if you turn the bottle sideways, like just look at it from the side, you will see part of the V E L L E R. There are two L's in the word traveler. You know what? That's not the correct spelling of traveler, Rob, (laughs) but there are also two L's in Weller. Wow. Wow. Coincidence? I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> it could just be the name of Stapleton's biggest album. But you want to know something? If it is a weeder, why the hell would they use Weller? They got so much freaking Weller juice. They dog, might as well use it's it. literally <laughs> not a weeder. Oh, it's not a weeder. It okay. is labeled as a blended American whiskey. Oh, okay. It is okay. probably majority light whiskey. Have you tried it? No. Oh. It, like, it just dropped in our market yesterday. I thought about running out to grab a bottle. Do you know the price point on it? Uh. Total wine sold it yesterday for thirty two ninety nine, and today for thirty nine ninety nine. We should get a bottle of that just to to do it for science. I, I'm sure. I'm sure somebody in our crew will. But buy I will one. say one thing. Yeah, someone in our crew. If you guys are listening, bring us a sample or come on the show with us. We'll we'll try. It if you uh, find one, hit one of us up, and we'll just buy it off. Yeah, of yeah. You. I would it's definitely. Not, do that. It's not a big deal. That's but, so cheap. But that, unfortunately, the. Lower cost bottles of Buffalo Trace. I'm not a big fan of. Um, but you like. They're uh, okay, though. They're okay. What's that one that you like? Benchmark. Benchmark foolproof. Yeah. I mean, but that's less and that money. Is a, oh, that's. Yeah, that's. I got I paid my $15.99 for mine. Yeah. <laughs> that is, like, but Benchmark I, foolproof is. I think good. at the max, you'll see those at like 25 Yeah, they are. But you're still you're talking about 125 proof, yeah. And then you get into something like this Traveler whiskey, and they are you. You just have to think about the quality of whiskey that's in there. Um, for yeah. them to be at that 32.99 or 39.99 dollar price point, um, really, you're competing. If it were a bourbon, I would say differently. But it's not a bourbon. It's a blended American True. whiskey. And out of this, they're having to pay Stapleton royalties from wow. every bottle. From, That's true. You know, it's just like it cannot be the best stuff known to man at that price point. I, I just don't see how that's plausible. But I could see why a an artist or a celebrity would go with a lower proof because they're trying to hit the palate of everybody, not just a bourbon yeah. lover. So, you know, anybody could buy that and sip on it and say they like it. I mean, the other the other possibility in here, and uh, Dr. J put that in our chat, is the fact that part of it could be um, reused bourbon barrels that are now aging Wheatley vodka. Like, True. It, I'm sure it's a corn-based product. Yep. Like, I, yep. It would surprise me if it wasn't. Uh, and it could be blended with some of their one, some of one of their bourbon mash bills. Like it, it's not far out of the question, no. but a, some portion of this cannot be classified 
as a bourbon. Right. And I think if it was just a mixture of the bourbon and rye mash bills, like I've seen somewhere online, they would probably call it a burr rye, knowing yeah. that that would sell like crazy. Um, so, I do. Didn't the name burr rye actually get patented by somebody? Um, I thought someone patented that so no one else could use it. I don't know. If anybody did it, it would have been High West. That's what I was thinking, yeah. Yeah, yeah. let me see. Um, so when this is dropping, actually, we might be there at this at this moment. When you listen to this, we're going to be at Buffalo Trace. Um, we're going down there to Bourbon 30, which is next door to Buffalo Trace. We're blending another bottle since the Let's Go Fuel bottle is almost completely sold out. We're going to blend another one, and this time... Um, Will and I are going to actually do a blend together and we're going to, we're going to put that on the shelf here. Um, Michigan, Michigan football, they okay. made it to the national championship. Yeah. I'm going to say right now, Michigan and Washington in the national championship. Those were two of the best playoff games in college football I've ever seen. They both went down to the last seconds and they were they were very exciting. So I'm hoping for an exciting game, hoping for a win for Will. You know, Will's a, a Michigan grad. Um, I told him, I was like, you need to blend a bottle. And, and his first bottle was Cocky Wolverine. Yeah. This one needs to be a, a Natty Championship or something on there. <laughs> so he can, but I'm like, the problem with this is we're blending it before the game. Oh. So the game's that night. So it's like, how cocky are you to go ahead and pick it? <laughs> And, and and hope like hell you win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. So um, but we're gonna be doing that, and then we're after we get done blending that, we're gonna be going to um, Buffalo Trace and seeing. Actually, no, we're going to Buffalo Trace first, I believe. Yeah. No, no, it's after. It's after. Um, we're gonna go over there and do a tour and see what they got for oh, cool. us. So, uh, did you already book a tour? Yes. Cool. Yeah. yeah um, they don't do walk-ins. No. No. Um, we're trying to see if Dr. J will go with us too. Yeah. He's, you know, he just had surgery and he's finally starting to get out a little bit more and get him to go down there with us. But we're not sure if he's going to be able to make it. Yeah, that'd be great. But he said he already did the tour. So if he doesn't get in, he, he doesn't care. He'll sit yeah. at the bar and drink. Yeah. Uh, their, their selection has always disappointed me. Like all of the bottles that I want, you just can't even buy at the distillery. Yeah. It doesn't matter the day, whatever. But all that they have in their rotation is Weller Special Reserve, Sazerac Rye, Blanton's, and E.H. Taylor's. Whoa, batch. whoa, whoa. They have Blanton's? They do have Blanton's. Oh, man. I hope so. The God, best. I hope. I hope. Oh, dude. It's so smooth. It's so smooth. So smooth. That horsey makes everything better. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah but, you know what? I don't know. If, I mean, if that's the only things that they're offering and we get one of those two, last two, I'll probably just do Taylor. I, I like Taylor. I don't no, know. No, I might they offer horsey. one of those a day. I know. So I'm saying if be, one of those are available, yeah. I don't know. If if they, if they have Saz Rye, uh, I, I, I don't know how they could they still offer that. Now. It is. Well, it's at least everywhere in Indiana. I mean, there's literally skids of that stuff everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Could have mired and walked down the oh toy aisle. There's a skid. I was uh, scrolling through Facebook, I think, last night, and somebody was posting about um, Buffalo Trace allocations and why they became so much more prevalent this year, which is what, I know what. Rob and I talked about. <laughs> and we said the lower-tier allocations are just going to be everywhere. Yep. The one that really got everywhere was Sazerac Rye. 
I I was scrolling through this post and somebody was like, yeah, I was so excited to see Sazerac ride for the first time. And then I cracked it open, poured me some and realized it was best used for dishwasher cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's just a funny thing, too, is like, you know, we make the Sazerac cocktail here. Yeah. And honestly, Sazerac right kind of ruins the it cocktail. It makes a bad cocktail. Well, it it's, makes it's a bad Sazerac. It does. Yeah. It does. I'm sure it probably makes a decent old-fashioned with the notes in it. But, uh, well, the, before that, even yeah. Buffalo Trace, you know, started. I mean, it's hard to get Buffalo Trace in this state for a long time. Now, yeah. it's skids that everywhere. I think I, it was hard to get Buffalo Trace in our state for the first couple months of the year just because of that changeover. And uh, probably they were – I would imagine if I went over to Ohio today – and if you live in Ohio, let us know. Um, but they got Weller Special Reserve like we had Buffalo Trace. Yeah. So Ohio people would come over here and to buy Buffalo Trace. Buffalo Trace and yeah. we'd go over there to buy – Special reserve. So yeah. it was like, I would imagine that they got Buffalo Trace now. Probably. Like just on the shelf all the time. Well, and I, again, I think I really feel like that they were playing the game so hard that people were just tired of playing the game of allocation. And they got so much product. It's like, let's ship it everywhere and sell it. You know what? You know who's winning in that? Everybody, including the Everybody. distillery. Because yeah. now they're selling more product. So... Hopefully they learn from that and hopefully they start putting more stuff out available for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to see more um, more of the BTAC stuff actually show up to where you can actually buy it instead of having to hunt it down and wait for a lottery to get it or something. Well, I mean, our market got even more of that this year than I'd ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, like, we really did get a lot. There was a lot of people that got a lot of Pappy this year. You yeah. notice that? Yeah. I mean, I think I think Ray down at his um, event. I think he had like twenty yeah. bottles of Pappy or I something. I think he had a case of everything in their line. Like that was pretty amazing, though. So, uh oh, are you on no, your phone? I'm good. You good? Yeah. This is my doctor's office reminding me <laughs> Sorry. of my eye appointment. Sorry, you you tested positive <laughs> for syphilis. Syphilis. <laughs> I better not. I just got a new insurance this year, and it's got pretty good vision insurance with mm. it. So I, like, made my appointment for the eye doctor. And it's a stupid thing to be excited about. <laughs> but, oh, my gosh, I have not had my eyes checked in, like, three years. Oh, geez. So, yeah. I'm yeah. in that boat right now, too. I did. I just got mine done last year for the first time in three years. And now my eyes are, like, getting – I mean, my eyes have been reversing for the last few years. So it's actually yeah. getting better. Yeah. I don't even need to wear glasses, but it's habit now. Yeah. It's like I can see everything in here perfectly fine, except for if I take off my glasses – I can still read the TV, but I can't really. I mean, it's fuzzy, but I can still read no, it. I'm like, there's no way. I, I can't even. I I couldn't even read Tam's shirt as <laughs> she's walking <laughs> around if I if I didn't have my glasses. But. Well, we had um, we had Dave Ellison come in yeah. on New Year's Eve, and that dude is so much fun, man. He He's a he blast. sit here and play. He, he really songs. is an entertainer. But I'll tell you what this the um, the bursting out star of the night. Singing at the top of his lungs. Deshaun? No. <laughs> Eric Jansen. Wow. I know. Eric was over there singing some good country, some old country with him. Yeah. And, and he was actually helping Dave with some some uh, words in one of the songs that Dave couldn't remember. He was over there singing it for him. I'm like, that's awesome. So Eric Jansen's that. getting ready yeah. to go on tour. If you guys want to get your tickets now, <laughs> we're selling tickets. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, uh, I was cracking up. It was 
must have been Tuesday morning. Um, and I was at the church and Eric called me up. He was like, are you at work? I said, yeah, I'm at work. He said, all right, I'm coming by. And he just came by, came by the church, hung out in my office for like an hour and a half or so. Did you bring his bag? <laughs> no, he didn't bring his bag. Dude, it was like nine in the morning. <laughs> and? No, I, I was just cracking up. I was like, that's so cool. Like, that's, that's funny. So funny. I mean, I didn't care. It's like nobody... close your door and just tell everyone pastoral duties. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, actually, part of it was to pastoral care related. <laughs> yeah, but it was just like it was just kind of fun. I love that dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, such a solid guy. Well, he's getting closer and closer to the wedding day too. Yeah, he is. May, I think it's May, right? March. March. Oh crap. Okay. Yeah, yeah I've already told him. There's, I, I'm not going to be able to get away. That's so close to PCA and all the times we're going to be gone. If I left for a couple more days, then all the employees here would have to well, work a lot of hours, and they're not—they can't do that. Yeah, I—I uh, I wish I could. I wanted to go, but I uh, got to looking at my calendar, and it's like Easter weekend. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah, like, there yeah. is no way. There is no way. Yeah, can't you find a replacement? Not for that weekend. I would get beat up. Yeah, if I did. Yeah, well, when I told Lisa I was going, she was about to beat my ass, too. So, so I'm like, yeah, I probably shouldn't do this. Yeah. Because she would have been stressed out pretty bad. Yeah. yeah. No need for that. No. Lisa can hold her own. She but can. she'd rather Rob hold it. Yes. Hold her own. I will hold, hold her, own. her own. Yes. <laughs> um, Actually, she runs this place more than Rob does oh yeah, most oh of yeah. the time. <laughs> oh, yeah. All the time. Her and Tam keep it together. Yeah, they do. Now we so we did get a new point of sale system in now. Yeah, um, bear with us when you come in because we're still working out all the kinks of the rotation between Square and and the new system. Um, it's going to be good once it's all set up and done. Um, we're we're still working on the the um, loyalty program. It was supposed to be uploaded immediately when we when we got yeah. it, and the guy that was supposed to upload it decided to quit the day before we set it up so it's not been loaded up so we're we're trying to get him to get that or get the new guy to get that stuff uploaded so we can actually start doing the loyalty yeah because that was one of the big things with this system was the loyalty was going to be nice to be able to offer that to you guys so yeah you know bear with us uh, we'll get that going as soon as we can but we are that's why i was here all night last night i was doing inventory on all cigars lisa and Tam have done all the inventory on all the liquor and all the other stuff. So yeah, now it's just a matter of making sure everything's in there. Well, and uh, what's the word on gift cards that were bought on the old point of sale system? Um, you can use them still. We have okay. to type in the numbers, so it's going to take a minute to get get them in. Yeah. Um, I there uh, by the time this airs, we should be able to accept them. But we're there's a there's about a one or week, one or two week period where we not might not be able to accept gift cards yeah. until they're uploaded. But they're supposed to be about any time. So cool. if you do have one, come in, you know, ask us if you can use it before you get going just to make sure. And if we can't, you know, we apologize. But there's not a whole lot we can do when you got two different systems working against each other right now. Yeah, so, totally. But we will have them. And that we will honor all the gift cards that have been purchased. So, yeah. So uh, did you already sell out of Elijah Craig 18? Nope. It's no. it's to the right of the barrel picks. Gotcha. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah we've sold 
sold a few pours of it. Not, not a ton. I mean, yeah. it's a higher dollar bottle, so it's it not is. the first thing people will go for. Kind of like the Heaven Hill 20. It's not that expensive, but it's yeah, up there. It's pretty expensive. It is. It's not a not a lightweight pour. Man, on a New Year's Eve, I, like, shocked the bartender because I was like, hey, how much is a pour of that Maverick? And uh, <laughs> he was like, what? What are you talking about? I said, it's the bottle, like, two to the right of the high west on the top shelf. And he was like, I don't think we have that. I said, you literally do. I'm looking at it. <laughs> what? He didn't want to sell a product? <laughs> well, he just, like, I think he thought I made it up or just was, like, didn't know what I was asking for. <laughs> and I was like, pointing, pointing at it. And uh, he finally told me, and I paid what I felt like was way too much for it. What'd you pay? 22 a pour. Yeah, that seems a little high. Yeah, but. <laughs> Is it two ounces? No. Or one and a half? Oh, no. Then no, you did pay yeah, too much for yeah. two ounces. I, uh, I was at the point in the night where if I had uh, stopped drinking, I would have crashed. And, uh, you know, can't can't do that when when the wedding is lasting all the way through uh, the new year. So exactly. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So how was the Maverick? Tasted amazing. Yeah. Especially with that Padrone 26. What was the where was it at? The Omni Sevron downtown. Okay. Be curious which barrel they got or which cases they got because. I don't know. Um, when we tried through them all, Steve and I fell in love with the ones that we ended up getting. And the then I one know they sold, they sold some of the same case over at Town Liquors. Yeah, but I don't know if anybody else got any of that same case. The one that, that I uh, that that I got at that hotel bar was very port heavy. Yeah, like it was port. Yeah, mixed with whiskey. Yeah. Which like which is I don't bad. mind no. like it's kind of good but it was which even the I one think we was, have is very similar to that too just a little bit more whiskey forward yeah I don't I don't know if it was because my taste buds were already falling asleep for the evening or what but it was just like all poor dude that cigar <laughs> probably did some of that too oh yeah 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 because that chocolatiness of that cigar probably pulled out the port more yeah um, no I that Maverick stuff is so good it really is and there, I mean we're kind of getting to the end of it because once. Once you don't see them, they're, they're not coming back again because uh -huh. it was a one-time deal. And um, I know I know a town had a lot of it, so they might still have some. Now, I don't remember. I think someone said there's like 80, 85 bucks at town. Yeah. Something like that. So. Which I think that's a bottle that's worth it. I think uh -huh. so, too, especially to have just one on the bar. You don't need to have – I mean, you might want to get an extra backup because, again, you'll never be able to get this again. Yeah. I mean, if you like it or if there's even an occasion when you like it, just get a backup bottle. It's not going to hurt anything. Yeah. I uh, could imagine sitting there with a dark chocolate bar and drinking oh. that. It would be delicious. Smoking some of the darker cigars, a lot of the Sumatras that are coming out, uh, drinking that. Amazing. It, it's also a beautiful winter pour. Like, for the, yeah. for the cold months, you get that nice, warming kind of uh, baking spice port notes, and you get the get the little bit of the whiskey in there. And, I mean, it's, what's it, like 120 proof? It's still Somewhere up there. there. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's it's just great. That, when did that come out? 21 or, or 22 uh, or 23? 
I think it was the end of 22, maybe. It sounds about right. Something like that, yeah. It, I don't know how they've lasted as long as they did unless either. they just had a bunch of stock. Well, the I other hard part about it is, is it's kind of one of more of those if-you-know-you-know you know bottles. Exactly. Um, you have to tell a story to make people want it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm just telling you, if you see it somewhere, give it a shot. It. Come yeah. in here, try it. It's not going to be 22 bucks for a one-and-a-half-ounce pour. No. But it will be amazing. No, and I was trying to look it up, but I realized it, Lisa – deleted my app that had it on there to update it for our new system. I don't know how to look it up in that one yet. So Yeah, Lisa doesn't want you to know how no, much No, it was the old cost. the old square one. Oh god. Gotcha. It's where I used to look all this stuff up and yeah. now I can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll figure it out. No more doing stuff on the fly, I guess. Well and there's a reason why I've got the got some stuff up here on the table too. So on the podcast you won't see it. But it's uh, beard oil and beard balm. We are in that time of year. Where beards are growing out. So if you need some beard oil and beard balm, the the girl we have that makes this stuff is amazing. And she's made us two different blends. One's a bourbon blend. One's a tobacco blend. And you get them in both the balm and the oil. So come in here and get some of it. We got a good supply of it. Um, I use it every day, and I love it. So um, I know we're trying to trying to promote her because she does an amazing job. Yeah. It is, this is uh, the season. It is dry skin season. And yes. for facial haired people, the skin under your facial hair gets extra dry. Mm-hmm. So just use the beard oil. Well, and that's a good point, too. I, and I, this is not like, you know, healthcare talk with Rob, with Rob and Isaiah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure they but, want our healthcare advice. But I will say one thing with this um, a lot of people, and I've heard people don't put the oils on correctly. Yeah. Because uh, they'll just like rub it on the beard, comb through, and move on. But what you want to do is you want to comb it to comb it into your yeah. your skin because it's not really as much for the hair, even though it does soften the hair up. It is for your skin. Yeah. And um, so you you rub it in and comb it into your to where it actually goes to the end of the hair on the skin. That's how it actually works. If you're having dry skin and you can't figure out why you're using oil, that could be the reason why. Other thing, if you're a little self conscious about your beard, uh, the beard balm. Yeah. <laughs> It makes it look fuller than it is. It does, and it also like it keeps, it also keeps the hairs, yeah. the flyaway hairs down a little bit. Um, my mine's really. I mean, if I don't put anything on it, mine just puffs up like yeah. a cotton ball. So, oh yeah, and it probably is puffed up today because I didn't use a whole lot today. Yeah. Yeah. I was rushing in here. Yeah, I can't believe you woke up when you did. I actually woke up an hour early and couldn't go back to sleep. That's I rude. Know, I don't know what the heck that was all about. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so we're at the first of the year. Yeah. We got some, um, you know, if you're on the email and whatever, you probably know some of this stuff, but we've got McCall- Al McAuliffe is going to be coming. Yeah. We're going to be doing an event with him. Um, I believe it's the first part of February or middle of February. We've got, um, we're, we're actually setting up a, a tasting in hopefully in January um, with Heaven Hill. Oh, okay. So we're going to have Heaven Hill come in here and do a tasting. Sweet. Um, we've got, and I'm just, just talking about some events coming up. I don't have dates right now, but we've got Aladino event for the final four. Yep. And we're Which bringing that is a camp miss event. Oh, that's going to be amazing. We also have barrel craft spirits coming that day and we're going to be doing a tasting of all their stuff. And You'll want to be there. I'm telling you right now, it was one of the best tastings I've ever had. I believe I think, you. I think, um, a couple of the guys were here with us Yeah, and 
they brought out the silver or the gray and gold label stuff. Yeah. And the cool thing about barrel is their prices are dropping almost in half on everything they're doing. Yeah. Um, so you're going to see that. Well, not not all half. You're uh-huh. going to be seeing those $99 bottles you've been seeing down around that $79 range. You're going to see the $500 gold labels at $299. You're going to see the the gray label ones that have been $299 down to $149 to $179. I'm like, they're finally, and that's what's cool is they're making so much product and they're seeing the market and they're like, you know what? We can still make money doing it this way. Let's yeah. do this and take care of our customers. Well, and the other thing is, is they were they have been a notoriously sourced whiskey company, and yep. they still are. Yep. But they have bought they bought right when they bought their stocks, and are probably probably the early stuff that they bought is now coming of age and is ready to go. So they don't have as much capital invested into that. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, and we've said it before. We think that them, Penelope, maybe Magnus are probably the best blenders in the world right now. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. but yeah, so those are some of the events we got coming. Obviously, we got PCA coming up, which is our the, the Premium Cigar Association trade show. We'll be going to that. Hopefully, we'll be able to find some new cigars coming out at that event to be able to bring them back in here for you guys. Do you have any more tickets for the Jackie's I Can tasting? Or are those I gone? think there's just a couple left. Like two or three? Something like that. Yeah. Um, I would say if you're wanting to go, get them now. Um, you can get you can come in here and buy it. You can buy them off the email. Yeah. Um, if you don't get if you can't do either but want to come, um, send me a message on Instagram, you know, final third cigar, or send me an email. Um, send the email to Rob at finalthirdcigar.com and we'll get you the link to be able to pay for it. Yeah, um, it's 150 bucks. And it's definitely spot. gonna be worth it. Um and everybody that I've talked to said it is expensive, but it is worth it. You yeah. it's a master class in tasting. So if that's something that is ever interested you, honestly, for what it sounds like we're gonna get. It is totally worth it. Yeah, I'm excited to meet her too, and um, I'm we're gonna be coming th- back through Kentucky next week, so I'm gonna try to get a couple of bottles of some Hidden Barn stuff. Yeah, and if she doesn't bring her own stuff, then I'm gonna have a couple of bottles here to share during the event because you know might as well might as well taste some of the stuff this this girl's making. So yeah, yeah that's um, awesome. but that's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, I'm gonna say right now this cigar never kicked up to full to me. It didn't for me either. Um, I feel like I feel like this blend is not as strong as the original blend. I feel like this has dropped down probably at least, at least a solid point, if not two. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm I will finally say getting a little bit it. of spice on the palate. I'm not getting, well, you're a little, well, no, we're about the same. Um, I'm not getting a lot of spice yet. Yeah. Um, but I will say the people that love this cigar when they were smoking it before still love it and they still yeah. buy it by the handful. Yeah. So um, it's still hitting a lot of the same, things the thing i think i used to like about it more was because it had more of that black and red pepper that i'm not getting now which maybe that's maybe they went through a retooling and they decided they wanted to pull some of the pepper out of there because pepper can be pretty off-putting to some people it can be um do you know what isn't off-putting though is this whiskey Mm. um it's fantastic it really is with the cigar some of those red fruit notes have kind of chilled out it's brought out a lot more of a it's almost like salted caramel, a lot of vanilla, uh, a little bit of nuttiness in there. But. It's, it's, I mean, honestly, it's almost a vanilla bomb after that cigar. 
It is so good. Um, like a candied vanilla. And I, I love that. But I still get the red fruit. On the nose of the whiskey, I'm getting some cinnamon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that must have come after the cigar yeah, for us. That's yeah. awesome. Um, so if you guys don't know much about Circle City, um, Drew, his name's Drew Black. He is a, he is a source. He's sourcing whiskey. He's blending whiskey. He's yeah. aging whiskey. He's doing things with toasted staves. Um, he's trying to get into that world kind of like what, you know, like Barrel's doing and Penelope and all those are doing. But he's a local guy. He's getting, he's obtaining some really good barrels. He is. He's got some really great um, MGP barrels. Obviously, this Heaven Hill barrel. Um, he's got, I, I don't know where all he's got barrels from, honestly. I don't know. Um, but he's doing some good stuff local here. And, um, I, you know, I love seeing someone local doing something really well. And you know what? He's unashamedly saying, it's this is not my stuff. Yeah. This is sourced, but it's going to be really good. Well, it, it reminds me of uh, brands like Lost Lantern, um, which is not a name that's so popular anymore. But quite a few years ago, they were a brand that was um, doing single barrels of craft distilling, of craft distilleries and spotlighting them. So. Um, it, if that craft distillery wasn't in a particular market, well, Lost Lantern was, and you could kind of test out the market that way. But also, if Lost Lantern put their um, name on your juice, like you knew it was pretty solid. Yeah. So uh, I think that's one of the ways that like Starlight picked up popularity. Lost Lantern did one with their rye, and like, no, oh, really, people still that. talk about that bottle, hmm. but. It's uh, it is a really cool thing to do. He's uh, he's sourced MGP um, this stuff from an undisclosed Kentucky distillery called Heaven Hill. Yep, yep. Um, I know he's done stuff with Pennington, and there's one watershed. Watershed, yeah, watershed. Um, So honestly, it is a really cool thing, and it's also nice to have an Indiana brand that is very clearly sourced. That is doing something other than all MGP. Yeah, high rye mash bill. <laughs> high rye, yeah, the, the high rye bourbon. Like everybody does that, or they just do the ninety-five fives. Yeah, and like I love the old Hamer stuff for that. I I really do think some of those older picks of it were really really good. And I, say, I do too. I say only the older ones, just because I haven't tasted in one in probably a couple of years, so yeah, I don't know here. where they're at now. But it was like the old Hamer stuff. I, I remember uh, Vine and Table had a pick of uh, their 95.5 mash bill, and it was a four-year 95.5 yeah. um, from MGP. And it was like the most medicinal, spicy rye I'd ever had in my entire life. And you fell in love. And I, I, that was the <laughs> bottle that made me realize, like, I love spicy rye. Yeah. Um, it had, like, a really prominent and present eucalyptus note. And uh, I had bought it at probably about, like, January, February, and it was just, like, kind of that comforting warming of all yeah. the medicinal notes going down. So um, I really do think what, what Drew, um, the owner of Circle City, is doing is really cool and valuable for our market. I think it, so. I, it definitely has a space here, and uh, I – 
I think this is a brand that will be around for a long time and one that people from Indiana and specifically the Indianapolis area can be proud to have. I think so too. Um, I feel like um, in the next couple of years, you're going to see a lot more of his stuff coming out. We're going to actually have him come out and do a tasting here soon too. Yeah. Um, so you can try through some of his stuff. We've had his bottle and bond um, straight bourbon up here for, for about a month, maybe a little longer. And now we have this bottle too, so you're going to start seeing it more on more shelves. Um, I know they're I know they're selling to liquor stores around here now too, um, to some on premise you know, bars and restaurants too. So you're going to start seeing it. If you're in the indie fuel game, they're the ones doing the bourbon at the bars. Yeah. Um, so you know it's it's definitely going to be it's going to be good. One thing I'm I'm curious if you know anything about is what's going on with starlight i mean we talk about starlight a lot but i've not seen a whole lot really going on with them are they are they looking to start releasing stuff soon are they i have not seen um distillery releases since all of their um, repeal day stuff Mm -hmm. there have been a lot of picks that have come around our market of like cigar batch and things like that but i have not seen Anything special or new from them since their, I forget what they're calling the series, but it's the one that they did the Toasted in and they did oh, uh, yeah. the Mizunara in. And okay. it's like, so they made a big hoop and holler about Mizunara. And the funny thing about that is because they made a big hoop and holler about it and it was so hard to get and all of these things. Well, you know what off the shelf bourbon you can get that has. A portion of it aged in Mizunara barrels. Uh, I think it's called Barrel Craft Spirits. Vantage. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, it is cool to see a craft distillery work with exotic woods like that. I mean, I think they were, if they weren't the first, they were the ones that popularized Ambarana. And I think they're trying to do that with Mizunara now. I think that's yeah. going to, that they're... In my hypothesis, I think that's their next cash cow um, because the, the Starlight fans really seem to like it. And I like the fact that they're going back to natural wood finishes and as opposed to, I, I guess I would call it tainted wood finishes when you're doing port or um, sherry or anything like that. Not that those are bad. It's just kind of nice to have something else mm-hmm. that's working with your flavor profile and not and is not affecting the whiskey as much yeah as like a port or a sherry finish or a honey you know the only thing that worries me about about them and again we do love starlight i love no them. no love loss i was drinking starlight the other night i mean our starlight um, port finish rye we have just a little bit left of it and it and people that i mean we got some people that's all they drink it's yeah, great stuff it's fantastic but um the one thing that worries me about them is their prices have keep kept creeping up, and if they're already putting out how rare this Mizunara barrel is and all that stuff, I really hope it's not approaching that hundred. I, I think it's an eighty-five dollar bottle. Um, That's just a or, little high for me for yeah. them. I mean, the, I like their stuff, but I mean, even th- when it was up to the seventy-five, I had to Mizunara, think about it. Like, yeah, it's just hard hard for me to do. Yeah, um, unless I tried it and said, "Yeah, I need a bottle of this." Mm-hmm. But the nice thing is, is at the gift shop, if you go in and you ask somebody and they have a bottle open, they will pour you some. You yeah. will be able to try it. Um, 
So you really never have to walk around there and have a question of if you're going to like the bottle when it when it comes home. Do with they you. have um, all the new releases over at the bar if you wanted to get a pour of them? Um, I don't not I to get. I don't think they'll sell them by the pour, but in the past when I have been there. They have gone out of their way to let me try each bottle if they have it cracked open behind the bar that's in that kind of eating area. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, because I know um, I know for the longest time, especially when we were first when I was first getting into Starlight, you were shortly before me. Yeah. Um every release there was a line. Yeah. And that's not even that's not happening as much anymore. Well, I think it's just because everyone's like got fifty bottles of Starlight. It's like how well, much well the other get? hard part about it is is every they were pioneers in the finishing industry, uh, and I will. I don't think they were the first to do a lot of it, Mm-mm. but they were the first um, to popularize it. A, a lot of it, they were. Yeah. Um, and, and al- almost to the detriment of their regular stuff. Yeah, People don't I think, even drink I their think, bourbon anymore. I seriously think they make the best rye in Indiana. I I have no qualms about saying that. Some of their ryes that I have had are just blow you away. Amazing. <laughs> but they've gone out of their way to keep it all at four and five years. I have a seven-year rye from them Yeah, that was... Uh, a legitimate seven year in a legitimate short barrel. Like it was bought by one of the employees and sold to me because I was friends with him. That's like an amazing, amazing whiskey. That's cool. That's cool. Well, I'm hoping to start seeing some of the new distiller or some of the distilleries putting stuff out. You know, we've got uh, with Indiana small batch, the nice thing about them, I guess this is a commercial sponsorship for Indiana small batch today. I guess, yeah. But uh, with them, they're they're a, a smaller distributor that's based out of Indiana. They're going after a lot of these distilleries that aren't in Indiana. They're doing great stuff, like Melick from um, Louisiana, yeah. High Bank over in in Ohio. Um, I can't remember all the ones they're going for right yeah. now, but they're they're trying to bring some of this stuff in here, so. It's, it's an exciting time where some of these, I would say, not new, not low-tier, low but kind of those mid-tier yeah. brands that are not here yet are starting to find their way in. Um, it's going to be a fun time. Yeah. Um, and and the cool thing is, too, is like, you know, we, we love bourbon. You know, bourbon's 50%, 51% corn, blah, blah, blah. Um, Melick does a lot of stuff with rice whiskey and then ages it in barrels. And yeah. it's... It can trick your brain into thinking you're drinking a, a bourbon. Absolutely. Uh, well, that wood does a lot. Other thing about Starlight, and then I'll hop off the train, they just got their column still installed. That's right. They so did. They are going to be running a lot more product. A lot more product, and it'll probably be mass market available in three or four years. Um, yeah. I hope they I hope they have one of those Rick houses just set to age for a long time. Um, as far as I knew last time, they were planning on building a cellar. Good. Yeah. Cause good. As far as we've seen in Kentucky and Indiana, you kind of do need a cellar to hit that high age mark. Unless you're heaven Hill and you just have enough barrels 
that uh, you'll find some honey barrels every once in a while. Yeah. Like just absolutely beautiful high age stuff. Now, if you were in, well, okay. I mean, for a good example, Old 55 up in Newtown, they're just just south of Lafayette. They're far enough north where even though they have stuff in the basement, they could probably be in a Rick house and it would be a totally different aging process than even Starlight because Starlight's only a few miles north yeah. of Kentucky. I mean, honestly, I uh, we give O fifty five a lot of crap on this show, <laughs> but it's only because I know that they can make amazing product mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they don't every single time. Uh, not, uh, I made that sound like they've stuff. never made a good product. No, they got some good stuff. Not all of their releases are as amazing as I know that they can be. Um, I think it would do them good to put up a pool barn and start their aging there and mm-hmm. then move it into that basement. Um, maybe I don't even take some of their stuff and put it in some bigger barrels in a, yeah. in a bigger Rick house. Yeah. Um, but they're using what they've got. I mean, that's what every, every they distillery does. They and use it, what they it got. It makes them unique. It does. It, it definitely does. But, but the, um, but I mean, they're, are there, are there any new distilleries that been popping up in Indiana that you can think of? I know there's a couple of them that um, honestly I've tried their stuff. I don't even want to bring them up. There was one that I saw Dirk posted about in like the Bloomington area. Oh yeah, that? yeah. I can't remember what that was called. I'm gonna um, have to scroll. I've never page, heard of that because that would be a place for us to try. Yeah, or go do a show there or something. Because yeah. um, I, we're um, like I said, we we love to go out to distilleries and check them out. If there's any distilleries that you know of in the in the five state area here that are worth going to visit, let us know. Um, I know we're going to be going to see whiskey acres here soon up in uh, just West of Chicago or somewhere up there. Yeah. Um, journeyman's been doing some great stuff in Southern Miss, uh, Southern Michigan. Also they're in Valparaiso, Indiana now. Um, tra- I love Traverse city whiskey company, especially their barrel picks. Their stuff's great. You know, obviously high bank over in Ohio um, and then there's, there's always new, um, distilleries. See ya. Um, there's always new distilleries popping up in Kentucky that seem new, but you know, they've been around for eight years or something stupid. I can't find it on okay. his page of what that distillery is called, but it is in kind of that Bloomington area and, uh, it would be an easy one for us to go down to the other place we could hit. If we were going down there is Cardinal spirits, I'd be yeah. in- interested to see what they're doing because they've kind of gone silent. Uh, as far yeah. as the market's considered, maybe they decided that their um, their marketing looks horrible. Uh, I hope that they did because they're they have good product, they really do, but their bottle looks like a store brand. Um, and I know that they were the ones that bottled Krogman's, but it looks like an extension of the Krogman's line, which was a as far as I know, a private bottling for Big Red that was all MGP juice, and it was cash strength younger product at like that twenty dollar mark. So yeah. it's pretty bad to be lumped in with that. Yeah, I, and that's the thing we've we've tried some of the Cardinal stuff that was actually really good, but it looks like a kindergartner made a label in paint and taped it on the bottle. Yeah, it's like it, no one. I mean, I, I I just can't see the the curb appeal for that one. You know, yeah, walking well, up along those the are bar. now discontinued. Are they? Krogman stuff is. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and it, honestly, that's fine. Uh, their Irish whiskey was. It was, I guess, an Irish whiskey finished in stout barrels. Oh, interesting. 
No, it wasn't. Oh, really? Oh my gosh! It I would was, almost think those don't really go together, but um, I would think that they would because you think about those mm-hmm. shortbread cookie notes that you get in a lot of Irishes and yeah, a but little. You also get a lot of green apple, and that doesn't yeah, seem to go yeah. well with. Well, uh, that was the stouts. problem, um, and it tasted somehow like tequila, and <laughs> <laughs> me and my friend um, at one point had that bottle i brought it down to nashville to visit isaiah because he was just like dude pick that up i want to try that and uh his sister (laughs) started she she um is notorious for putting down a lot very quickly Mm. um so she was three sheets to the wind and decided the only way it was able to be used is in margaritas (laughs) okay margaritas that's interesting she said it tastes pretty close to tequila and i said i will let you have it yes <laughs> go for it yeah, yeah. um yeah well yeah. um do you have any other trips coming up that you're thinking about doing I, bourbon I or cigar uh-uh. wise or no i'm just i will be going down to uh nashville in april late april but that's the only thing that i have cool planned just because i don't have a lot of vacation time and uh yeah i still want to go down and do the evan williams bourbon experience but mostly just to get in evan williams 12 yeah well i'll tell you man that it really kind of broke my heart the other day when talking to some guy that he gets it from his buddy from Japan, Japan pays 35 bucks a bottle yeah, for it. We yeah. had to pay 140 for it here. I, that's just our market. It is. Um, it is. But it, it's it's worth having a bottle because that's the only place you can get it in America. I, I really do think it's a fantastic bottle. Um, but, yeah, it's salty. It's, it, is salty. it is salty. If I see one come up on secondary of one of the Japanese releases for around retail price, which they typically do, I may just end up grabbing one of those because, yeah. like, I don't care. The experience is kind of fun. I mean, the the tour guide's kind of kind of comical, and you get a little history of Louisville and yeah. and, and Bourbon Row and all that. Um, so, it's 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 pretty cool to see, uh, you know, really how that area was and then how it's transformed now. Oh, because I mean, you still have Angel Zimby, you've got Old Forester, you got Evan Williams. And you got several restaurants that are along that road that are still keeping the that kind of vibe alive, and it's a lot of fun. What what's the name of that? Is it Doc? Um, Doc Crows. Doc Crows. If you want to try anything from anywhere in the entire United States, uh, from any they've point got in time. Oh yeah, they've got Dusties. they've got um, what they say twenty five hundred. Yeah, different offerings there, yeah. and if you look through there and you're like, "Oh, I go, I'm in a state, and I've got this podunk little distillery down the street," they probably have something from them. I'll bet they do. I mean, they've got stuff from little bitty distilleries in this state that I'm like, I wouldn't drink that if I had to, but they had it on the menu because guess what? They have everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was pretty wild. So that would be a good place to to go and try things, but. I will say the Evan Williams experience, their prices are a little bit salty on their pores. That is um, Kentucky distilleries it is, across it the is. board. It's, it's not just, just them. It's everybody. Yeah. But, um, Rob, are, are there any distilleries you're excited to see what's coming from that? What's coming from them in 2024? Um, Let's say state of Indiana. State of Indiana? Yeah. 
Well, we know 55 is not, I don't think they're going to be putting anything out this year. They're, they're in their low year where it's 25. Yeah. In 2025 is when it's going to be coming out. Um, I am interested in, in that Mizunara from Starlight. Yeah. That, that does sound interesting to me. Um, other than that, I can't really think of anything in Indiana that I'm excited about. I am. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm definitely excited about what Drew is Drew is doing. Yeah. Okay, I will say I, I I take that back. So, Backbone. Yeah. They're still in the same warehouse area as Eighth Day, but they actually have their own tasting room now. They're building that out right now. Um, so they're starting to do some new stuff. I'm anxious Good. to see where they go. I'm kind of anxious to see how Eighth Day stuff is starting to age. Yeah. Because um, when we were down there tasting it. You know, some of the stuff was a little young, but it had a lot of promise. Yeah, they're absent. But I will say, um, I will say, I'm looking forward just to see what what crazy stuff Alan comes up with this year because I think we're gonna absolutely we're definitely gonna try to go do another barrel pick with him and do yeah. another brandy barrel probably because yeah we're all, we're getting um, we're not out of it yet. We still got a couple cases of each, but they're that low. went pretty quick. Yeah, and that stuff is so freaking good. Oh yeah. Um, is there somebody you're thinking of? The distillery that I am looking forward to hearing about in 2024, I guess, which is this year, is uh, West Fork. Okay. I think that they their own stuff should finally be of reasonable age to put out. Whether it's going to be amazing or not, I don't know. Jury is out on that. But so their own stuff's getting to that four-year mark. It's got to be. Okay. I mean, it it has to be at this point. Yeah, you would think. Um, because they had that whole warehouse which was over by Eighth Day. They owned some of that spot. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, they had a, a barrel house there, and now they've built a new place up in Westfield, which is actually beautiful. So, you got to think that they they should have some four-year, five-year product coming out now. Yeah. And you know, I totally blew past the one that I'm most excited about. What's Hard that? Truce Bourbon. Yeah. Hard Truce. We tasted it out of the barrel, and it sh- I'm hoping it's coming out this year. Their bourbon is insane. Their bourbon is going to make people say, I believe Sweet that. Mash Rye? What the hell was that? Because <laughs> their bourbon. The sweet was, Mash Rye is fantastic. It's delicious. So, I mean, yes, I am excited about And I don't know. I mean, I don't know if that's coming this year or not, but sure there so. is some exciting stuff coming in. Yeah. Here, I mean, man. this is a. Uh, this is a year to really change the landscape of Indiana distilling. Um, I hope Starlight starts putting out more stuff in that five to six year range. We're not going to see much from Jason at Old 55. And, you know, he's probably going to have to do a rebrand to come back on the market next year. Well, he's um, but, he does have a few barrels he's releasing yeah. um, here and there, but it's uh, usually probably, distillery only. Yeah, so it, it's not going to hit mass market like, no. it, like, it, like it once would. Um yeah, I mean, this year could really be a game changer for all of our distilleries that were kind of coming of age. Well, and with um, with MGP, you know, buying a few brands up, you know, who knows what they could do with Penelope brand. I mean, yeah, now that Penelope doesn't have to source the barrels, it's just available to them. They could be coming out with some really crazy stuff this year. I would like to see a Penelope Remus collab. I would like to see a Penelope Remus takeover. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, that's really what I want to see. Um, huge shout out mm-hmm. to Derek over at Deadwood Live for yes. this table. 
Um, it is beautiful, wonderful craftsmanship, hold up super well in a retail establishment. You should see how much wear and tear oh, these tables get. Every day. Every single day. <laughs> but thanks for tuning in. Yeah. I hope you have an amazing year set before you. Yes. You can find me on Instagram at the Whiskey Pastor. And you find me at Final Third Cigar. And you can find Tam in the shop occasionally. Yes, she's here working right now. <laughs> well, thanks a lot, guys. Yeah. And we will see you guys soon. Cheers. Cheers.